This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Did you ever have a partner that always talked about their exes? Maybe you had a person that had the crazy ex syndrome, right? Like the crazy ex of like this happened over and over and over and it was with all my exes. All my exes were crazy is a popular way that narcissists start to condition you to look, to act, to be a certain way. And it's also a red flag when you start to notice that all these people have had in their life have all been crazy. Let's talk about the narcissist talking about their crazy exes a little bit today. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day clarity challenge to help you break free of the trauma bond, get rid of the rumination, eradicate the triggers, and help you move forward in a healthy life. We haven't seen anyone that is engaged with the content and has gone through it fully, not come out, completely changed. Check it out. ClarityChallenge.net. Would love to have you be a part of it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about um, the crazy exes of a narcissist and we're diving into the book Psychopath Free. And if you don't know anything about Psychopath Free, it is absolutely a must read coming out of an abusive and a toxic relationship. Now, we're going to make a, a quick note because we had someone who was like, why are you reading from Psychopath Free if you're talking about narcissists? Uh, because the, the tagline right underneath it here says recovering from emotionally abusive relationships with narcissists, sociopaths, and other toxic people. So that's why, just FYI, that is why, okay? In the book, a lot of times it'll refer to just all of them as being psychopaths, because it's a lot easier than saying psychopaths, narcissists, sociopaths, every single time of the book, and that would get really long. Anyways, so diving in, we wanna be able to talk about the narcissist crazy ex. So the crazy ex, it talks about here that they talk about the crazy exes a lot, more than any healthy individual with a new romantic partner should. After first making you feel like the only person in the world, they quickly try to invoke your pity by sharing stories about their nasty ex who's so very jealous of you and your passionate new relationship. Because these stories are completely invented and they can and absolutely will change on a whim. One day their ex is bipolar, the next they're great friends, and then finally the ex is crazy and hysterical. Before long, you will become the crazy ex and used to lure the new victim. A lot of times you'll see this in especially covert relationships where you're, you are the greatest thing ever, the last person was crazy and awful, and then it moves forward to the next person, now you're the crazy person. You're the person banging on the door, being like, why did you leave me? You're the person that's reaching out to them, and they use all these things to make and to invoke this aspect that their ex is crazy. All right, so one of them pops up a lot of times is ex is bipolar. Name calling someone bipolar is like name calling someone diabetic. 
Bipolar disorder is a crippling illness with a specific set of symptoms that are a bit more complicated than just mood swings that I happen to dislike. If you suddenly became bipolar after a relationship with someone and you've never been that way before, you might want to think twice before accepting the diagnosis, especially if that diagnosis came from your ex. The thing about bipolar is that it's actually a perfect label for the psychopath's ideal victim. If you're naturally cheerful and optimistic, these traits become your mania. Then your valid reaction to your partner's abuse become the depression. During the idealization phase, when the psychopath was charming and mirroring your entire personality, you were walking on sunshine. Life was amazing. But then they began criticizing you, cheating on you. So you became upset and cried. They gave you the silent treatment, all the while dangling the new and former lovers in your face. Did this upset you? Excellent. Voila. You're bipolar. Like, this is what happens a lot of times in a toxic relationship. Like, you'll get to the place where you'll be like, like, I feel bipolar because of how I'm responding, because of how I'm act act acting. And the narcissist also tells you, hey, this is who you actually are. Like, this is what happens. And it's manufactured. Manufactured to get you to the place where you feel, where you act, where you respond a certain way. But that's not 100% true. A lot of times, it's what they've activated in you by being emotionally manipulative, abusive, toxic, all these different things. The second one that we have is my ex is crazy. Okay, my ex is crazy or my ex is hysterical. It's definitely not worth thinking about when they came to you that way. Seriously, like, let's think about this. Number one, either the ex was always crazy and hysterical and for some reason they decided still to date that person. Doesn't sound like that's a great idea. Seems unhealthy, right? Or something changed during the relationship to make the ex that way. What exactly could it be? Did they just snap one day for absolutely no reason at all? Or did it maybe have something to do with the constant triangulation? Lying, manipulation, and criticizing. If someone is telling you that how crazy their ex is, you should take a step back and really rethink what is actually going on. How did that craziness actually come out? Okay, This characterization serves another purpose. It informs you of what is considered acceptable. Now, this a lot of times is how narcissists start to train you. Of like, I had a crazy ex who always did this. She would always argue with me about where to eat. So what that does is it slowly tells you, hmm, don't argue with him about where to eat, but only focus on like what I actually need to focus on. Don't argue with him about that. And it slowly trains you to actually be subservient in the way that they want you to be subservient, to be able to comply with the things that they want you to comply with, okay? So oftentimes that's what happens there. Um, another one that we have, my ex is bitter. Did you hear that one? A lot of times people have like bitterness, okay? Now, when we talk about this, the book says, what the heck? That's what the book says, okay? Seriously, what does this even mean? It's like punching someone in the face and saying, you're bitter. Well, yeah, that person is bitter because you punched them in the face. Does saying you're bitter somehow make the bitterness inappropriate? Again, it is about minimization and dismissal. After their abusive behavior, lying and mind games, the psychopath expects their victim to simply shut up or grovel. That's it. Any signs of anger or disbelief are equated with bitterness. The psychopath will even then commiserate with a new partner about their ex being childish, holding grudges, and neglecting to mention all the details that suggest why that person might be bitter in the first place. Often narcissists will create a scenario and then look like, I don't know why this happened. Like, yes, I punched him in the face, but like, I don't know why they're upset. This, you see this a lot of times manipulated in therapy. They're in therapy and they're like, my, my ex, they're just really upset at me. And the therapist is like, why are they upset at you? What do you think could cause that? I don't know. Just one day, she's all, all of a sudden upset at me. 
Now, what the therapist doesn't know is that you punched in the face. Okay, we're using that example because it's an easy one. But that a lot of times you'll see in a toxic relationship, you'll see trying to manipulate in the, ther- in the therapy office. Okay, uh, what's another one? My ex is jealous of us and still in love with me. Multiple things that are happening here. Okay, first of all, who brags about something like this? It's so off-putting. And even if it is true, the sort of pig-headed arrogance should be avoided in any sort of romantic endeavor. I love sometimes how this book is phrased, okay? Digging deeper, we should also examine why this person is jealous and still in love with them. Psychopaths typically flaunt their new victims for the whole world to see mere days after the previous relationship ended. You know who does that? It cre- you know what does that? It creates jealousy. You probably have already seen this. Maybe you've been with a narcissist and they've gone to the next person and immediately they're posting that person all on social media and you're like, you wouldn't even put me on social media. Well, yeah, that's because they were still trying to get with this next person. Like you didn't realize that because narcissist typically has supply in the wing. Other people ready to step into your place as soon as they want to replace you. But this aspect of my ex is jealous of us and still in love with me. It also creates this dynamic of, hey, this person still wants me. So you better be grateful that I'm sticking around you. You better be grateful that I'm honoring you with my presence. You better be grateful that you've got this glimpse of me and, and, and I'm entitled to you and I'm also entitled to them. Like you'll see so many different like pieces come out. Uh, psychopaths manufacture toxic, desperate love. And the thing about this sort of idealized and devalued passion is that it is long lasting and obsessive. Psychopaths groom others to spend every waking moment thinking about them and then they tear it away without a moment's notice. Because psychopaths are internally bored and incapable of human bonding, this transition is quite easy for them. But to a normal, healthy individual, it's devastating. You send desperate texts in an attempt to fix everything, unaware that they're using. Here's a, here's a huge part. If you don't take anything, understand this. Know that they are using these frantic communications as proof of your insanity and to garner sympathy from the next supply. Like this is a huge piece you need to understand. A lot of times a narcissist will use you reaching out to them to further trap the next person. You're like, well, if I just reach out to them, maybe they'll come back to me. They're already using what you're reaching out to them to get the next person. Like you're giving them fuel in the next relationship. Like you're helping push them into the next relationship. That's probably the best way, bad, bad way to put it. You're not pushing them, but you're giving them ammo to further grab someone, to further hold someone. You're providing them with the glue to get the next person stuck to them. When you reach out, when you're like, but, 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 a lot of times they're using your frantic efforts of communication to trap the next supply as proof. It leaves you with a broken heart, crippling insecurities, and a need to defend yourself, the feelings of inferiority, and a million unanswered questions. This is why it takes so long to get over a psychopath or a narcissist. Interchange. Last one here, but my ex really was awful. Everyone hears horror stories about their exes. That's perfectly normal. What's not normal is when ex names continually comes up so frequently in a new relationship that you begin to feel like they're actually a part of the relationship. Side note, I had a client a while ago, this is like, I don't know, a year ago or something, and they were with this person for a year and a half. And they, then they got engaged and then they got married. 
during this period, and it wasn't until a couple years into marriage, that they actually realized that there was a certain person that was getting infiltrated into the life verbally on a consistent basis. That was her toxic partner's previous fiance. We go back and forth explaining like how this fiance was so great, but it ended, it was awful, and you know, all this stuff. And it developed this unique dynamic that there was a triangulation event that was happening all the time. She never felt good enough because of this previous fiance. Like she had to cater to him because of his broken heart. All these things were happening. It wasn't until years down the road that she actually interacted with some of his family and realized that that fiance never existed never existed. That fiance was someone that he had met, but had never engaged, had never gone forward with anything, had never even dated. But it was manufactured to be able to create a unique dynamic that put him as the center of control. My ex was really awful. That was like the phrase we were before I got on that sidetrack. It's also not normal to trash an ex and then hang out with them on a daily basis. Trust your intuition. Remember that psychopaths always use their exes as tools for manipulation and persuasion. The bottom line is this. Anyone who speaks so regularly, so negatively about their ex is at best not at all ready for a romantic relationship. But at worst, this person is manipulating your every thought, pitting you against other people you've never even met. And you can be assured that they'll soon be speaking the exact same way about you to every other pawn in their never-ending game of chess. Do you have that in your life where the toxic person in your life always talked about their exes, said their exes were crazy? Maybe you identify with this. If you do, reach out for help. Click on the link down below, rawmotivations.com. Would love to help be a part of your healing, helping you actually break the trauma bond, get rid of the rumination, stop letting the narcissist live rent-free in your mind. Stop letting the things that are in your mind control you and continue moving forward in your growth and your healing and your change. Reach out for help.